From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplug Roundtable Discussion for the week of April 27th, 2011 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Walter Eccles, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi. Back in the peanut gallery, Kathy Worling, Teresa Eccles, Yvette and Emile Van Leeuwen, Scott Smith, and Max the Intern. In this episode, Kevin is going to talk to us about his recent experience at J. Alexander's, a restaurant uh, very close to Disney, off-site, obviously. And uh, also coming up this week, we have our uh, Disneyland correspondents uh, have another show to put up for us. Uh, the team is going to be talking also about Bob Varley on the third anniversary of his passing. And we are going to talk about our recent Adventures by Disney backstage magic tour. Uh, all coming up this week, so be sure to listen for those shows. So, uh, J. Alexander's, as I mentioned, a restaurant uh, very close to Disney, off-site. Great, great location. I've eaten there before, and uh, Kevin's going to tell us about it. We had been out. We were running some errands, and we were looking for a place to stop for lunch. And being over in that area... We there's a couple of places we go pretty that you frequently. Frequent, yeah. We go to 2J's for, you know, a corned beef sandwich in that area. Uh there's a sushi place that we like right in the Whole Foods market and we were looking to try someplace different. And Corey had told us about this place quite a while ago that he used to work there when he was in college. This is a chain restaurant and I apologize I don't know how far the chain runs or where it is or anything like it that. It started in Ohio. Did it really? Yep. I thought it was so, a southern thing. Yeah. No. Um, they're in Louisiana, Florida, Ohio. They have a good many locations. Well, we stopped, and I was surprised, first of all, that there was a guy doing valet parking in the parking lot. They're open for lunch and dinner. And from the entranceway, this place is deceptively large. It's much bigger inside than I thought it was going to be. It was actually kind of huge for a <laughs> restaurant. Uh, John and I went in. And the only thing, again, the only thing we knew about it was that Corey had worked here and said he liked it. So it, we went for a late lunch. We were there probably 3 o'clock, 3.30. And there were six or eight tables in the restaurant that were full. Uh, it was, as I say, the restaurant is much bigger than I thought it was. But the only, one of the complaints I have is apparently they have a wood-fired grill or a wood where they cook steaks. They've tried to compensate for that with a clear plexiglass shield between the dining room and the kitchen. There was a slight smell of wood smoke when you first went in. It wasn't overpowering. I actually found it overpowering. Really? I have never even noticed it. However, John can't walk. We were at Downtown Disney the other day, and John can't even walk past the basin store without stuffing up, and all of a sudden he felt like he had the cold. So... I can understand. He's apparently his sinuses are sensitive. But what time did you go? You went around lunch. About three thirty. No, three o'clock. Oh, okay. okay. Three thirty. It wasn't dinner. crowded. I mean, there was no wait. There was no one at the bar. There were probably six or eight tables mm. being served. Uh, as I said, it, because it was a late lunch, we weren't really looking for dinner or. 
we weren't sure what we were looking for, and I was shocked at the extensiveness of the menu. There's seven or eight starters. There's seven or eight salads, burgers, sandwiches, and small plates, steak and prime rib, fresh seafood. Uh, and then there are other specialties like rotisserie chicken, Mr. Jack's crispy chicken platter, rattlesnake pasta. Sorry, that's just it's awesome. It's, it's really Is it actual rattlesnake? No, it's, it's chicken. It's, it's rattlesnake because it's spicy. Oh, so okay. They call it rattlesnake. Um, there's a grilled pork tenderloin. John and I settled on salads. I had the cypress salad, which was chopped crispy chicken tenders, pecans, avocados, tomatoes, bacon, cheese, croutons, <coughs> and ranch dressing. It's $13, and I thought, I said to the waitress, I'm kind of hungry. It's giant. But I, I said, I don't want to, you know, I don't want some dainty little thing. <laughs> Are we ordering enough food? Because, you know, when you're hungry, you don't want one of those little fancy frou-frou salads. She told us, no, we were going to do okay. They also had, um, John ordered the Caesar salad, and they were running a special that day. It was a Caesar salad with a strip steak cut on top of it. And... I think John's was 13 or $14 also. She recommended that we try their um, colossal buttermilk onion rings. I actually saw them bring to another table, and I thought... I'm going to stop here for a second. Just the thought of buttermilk onion rings. These are $8. I had never seen anything like that, and I've been eating for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) And he's good at it. I I don't know where they got onions this big. I know. The onion rings were literally the size of a softball. I'm I'm not joking when I tell you they were that big. The other thing is, even if it was a big onion, the onion sections were thick. Like, it was a thick piece of onion. You it's like you, you need to cut it with your fork. Well, yeah. They, yeah. they must a, be using a lot of miracle Grow on those onions. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I cut into it, and John looked up from devouring his onion ring and said, where did you get a chicken tender? <laughs> it's a slice of onion ring. You got about 10 or 12 of them, and what they had done was, this is going to be hard to explain on the radio, But they were so big that they layered them on top of each other so that these 12 onion rings were probably about a foot tall and stood up by themselves. It looks like a little mountain or a volcano. Right. They stagger them so that they prop each other up. They they laid one. It looked like a a herringbone pattern. But there there was no bamboo skewer holding these in place. These just all, these were so big. So these were, these were the biggest onions I had ever seen. And, and good too. And good. It wasn't so, like it was a lot of food, and it was like, eh, it was really now, good. When we were ordering, they have a bunch of side orders that are uh, available with your dinner. And again, we thought, when we first started ordering, we're ordering salads and onion rings. So you think, it's not a lot of food. So the side orders or had some things that we thought, thought sounded great. They had something called tequila beans, which are baked beans made with tequila. We were going to order those. Uh... But one of the things they had was iron skillet cornbread. And I'm always on the lookout for good cornbread. Up until recently, I thought the best cornbread around here was available at the House of Blues with that maple pecan butter. Mm. Sorry. House of Blues goes to second place. Really? Mm. So we ordered the iron skillet cornbread, and they brought out the onion rings, which kind of blew us away by the size of them. And they brought out our truck tire salads. They were like as big as a truck tire hub, hubcap. They were huge, and they were delicious. Yeah. So I said to the waitress, 
Now, I realized cornbread had to be baked. I said, have you already called in the cornbread? I mean, have you already ordered it? If you've ordered it, bring it to the table. If you haven't ordered it, let's stop it because this is a lot of food. So they finally went and got the cornbread. I'm sorry, the salad and the onion rings became second place. This was a small cast iron frying pan of cornbread with ground jalapeno in it. And John, who thinks black pepper is too spicy, kept thinking, I'm not going to be able to eat cornbread with jalapenos in it. This was incredible. The best cornbread I have ever had. Moist, tender, not dry and, you know, that kind of cornbread you get sometimes, Mm -hmm. and crumbly. And the butter was just plain butter. The cornbread was $4. It is worth it just to go for that. But otherwise, the... The salads were terrific. Now, I can't go much further into the menu. I haven't had anything else. I've only We've had, had almost everything on the menu. The, what, one great thing about the salads is that all the dressings are made in-house. They even make their croutons fresh yeah, in-house. We, we had bread, and she explained that the bread that doesn't get eaten today gets made into tomorrow's croutons. Yeah. So I was very impressed with it. We haven't had time to go back, but we will. What do you guys think is the best? Is it? Usually place. we start off with the uh, the spinach con queso. It's served with tortilla chips. It's a spinach and cheese yeah. dip. Um, there are Roma tomatoes in there. I, I always get the, the prime rib. That's the place I go in Orlando for prime rib. They have a 16-ounce, but you can get up to however big you want it for a dollar more an ounce. So you can get a 24-ounce. I'm a fan um, of the cypress salad, Kevin. I love That's my favorite salad. But I love the steak Maui because it's marinated with soy sauce and pineapple juice and it just gives and it ginger. a really nice sweet flavor. Is anybody else hungry? <laughs> Starving. It really is an incredible um, Rattlesnake steak. pasta is excellent. Um, they also have soups. Chicken pasta soup is there every day, which I used to steal it because I worked there too. <laughs> and then they also do like a, a featured soup every day and they have one um, that's Mexican tortilla soup. Oh, I love that soup. It was. I was very, very impressed yeah. with the selection. Surpri- I was surprised. And I don't. Uh, what's the most expensive thing on there? I think it's like twenty six or twenty. It's the fillet, which is a ten ounce fillet, which is a nice size fillet. Twenty eight. Twenty eight dollars. Twenty eight dollars. That's the most expensive thing on the menu. So I would consider this a really medium price point restaurant. It's not. It's not a bargain basement restaurant. You should have tried the not your ordinary mac and cheese. We thought about that. It's delicious. However, what did she say about it? They they took something out of it, the bacon. Oh, there was bacon in it. <gasps> no way. She said that's, they took the bacon out of it. That's just wrong. But you can get it with bacon if you want it. Because it has bacon and like onions and breadcrumbs. And it's it really sounded good. really good. Here's the deal. When I went in, John said, what are you going to do? I said, I think I'm going to order all sides. But then I thought, you know, I don't really have the that's, time for that. And let's just get a salad. Desserts are good, too, but they are gigantic, just like everything else everything you order. Everything is really big. Like the, the piece of carrot cake is probably like... Five by five or six by six, like inches? No, we, I didn't finish my salad. And as I said earlier, I've been eating a long time. Um, it was huge. Two people could easily yes. split this salad and get cornbread. But um, We usually don't order the onion rings unless we have a large group of people. It was our mistake. Yeah, We ordered... A salad, onion rings, and the cornbread, we left a lot of it there. J. Alexander's is considered a contemporary American restaurant. So you can go there. Um, you know, there are some restaurants where I feel uncomfortable wearing a hat. But I don't 
necessarily feel uncomfortable going there for lunch if I'm wearing a hat. They give a mixed message because if you have a valet, you immediately think, oh, this is upscale. But we went in in shorts and T-shirts. Exactly. You can. Uh, That entire area, though, where this is located uh, is kind of considered upper scale. Especially further down, like where Timpano's is and Seasons 52 and all that. Now, this is on the other side of the street from Seasons 52 in Timpano. There's an office restaurant complex called Rialto. Mm-hmm. It's If you are if you were coming from Disney, you would come out of Disney, uh, Hotel Plaza Boulevard, left on Apopka Vineland Road, and are right on Palm Parkway. Palm Parkway turns into Turkey Lake Road, and you would get to the intersection of Turkey Lake and Sand Lake Road. You would make a left, and literally, I would say that's hundred yards. Anna took me all the way down to Popka Island to Sand Lake. Same exact thing. Oh, okay. Just from all you're doing is it's just it's a box. Okay. Now it seems to me like this would be very popular with Universal employees after hours. Yes, with the bar, or even for lunch. You know, yeah, I would imagine for like the management, they probably go there for lunch. You know, the easiest way to describe this place, they've taken the the Houston's model of a restaurant and improved on everything. I was just it's say, basically I it's a Houston drip off. We but totally they, agree. But they've improved everything. Yeah, because Houston's isn't that good. I agree. Houston's has a great view. I agree. Now, at least the one in Orlando. Yeah, you know, it does have. There are a lot of times view. when you uh, people that work at a restaurant will never eat there after they see what happens behind the oh, scenes. Yeah. It's not the case here. I've seen everything back there. And well, they, the kitchen is, is open. It's you open for watch. everyone to see. Mm. We were I, very impressed. Surprisingly impressed by it. And there's also a thing with uh, the service that everybody, every table must be greeted within 30 seconds, and you must have your drink at your table within a minute if okay, it's, they, not, if it's non-alcoholic. Yeah, they failed on that. They didn't greet your table fast? Uh, no. And huh. it wasn't that it was bad. Uh, uh, after a little while, a woman came over and said, I'm going to take your drink order, but I'm not your waitress. Right. Anybody's going to take your drink order. She yeah. came back with Good. our drinks and said, no, I'm your waitress. <laughs> they might have been in a shift change or something. I was about to say, around 334 o'clock is a shift change. But I've got to tell you something. It wasn't noticeable. It wasn't, uh, other than the fact that you told me that that's their policy, I would never have come in and said, it took too long for our drinks to get there. Yeah. I mean, it was within a really acceptable Reasonable. time frame. But it wasn't, I mean, like... She wasn't standing at the table waiting for No. <laughs> but again, I wouldn't have, I, it never would have. Come I, do, to mind I hope to you guys complain. go back and do dinner and have a steak or, you know, whatever you prefer. Definitely. They do not accept reservations either. You can call ahead, you though. Just call ahead seating. That's yeah. typical in Orlando. A lot mm-hmm. of restaurants do that. I, I would recommend it. And I think for those, again, I know people like it when I review Disney restaurants. I just haven't had time to get into a park. I just haven't. This was driving by and we figured... One last thing. Their french fries are the little skinny fries. I don't care for them. I love those. They're all crispy. You never get a soggy one. Yeah, but they get cold too fast. Um, I just... This was a a complete... This was just by happenstance. We didn't go there to review it. But it's one of those things that when I find a place that's that close to Disney property that I would go back to, I think it's worth noting. No, and especially the off-property ones because, again, you know, I, I, I like the on-site reviews for people who are newer to visiting Disney or haven't visited before and may not have had a chance to try some of those restaurants. But for the veterans that have eaten at every location on-site, I think giving them some options about where to go off-site. Because I, I know, you know, I remember when we John and I would come down on vacation and you know after our 38 millionth time we wanted to like go around a little bit and like what's off-site you know what's something different something in the area 
there is really more to Orlando than just Disney World. And so I, I like including these because I'll, I'll tell you, you know, as a local, uh, that Bonefish review, I'll say it again. I mean, you turned us on to Bonefish and now it's like one of our favorite places to go. I mean, that is we really enjoyed it too. a great restaurant. Great. And the prices, I cannot get over. I know it's like a broken record, but I can't get over the prices. I think the outside of the restaurant and the name of it, the Bonefish Grill, I th- it, to me it was always kind of like that's going to be really, really upscale and expensive. And you know, and when, seafood, right? And I'm well, I, that's not a problem for me. But I always, from the outside, it's very elegant looking, and I think I'm not dressed for a restaurant like that. The only that. thing you did not mention, which I absolutely loved, was the bread. When, and they give you like an ol- an olive oil the bread dipping is very sauce. Good, yeah. Mm-hmm. I ate the that. whole loaf. It's very, very. It's hot, and the outside's crispy, mm-hmm. and the inside's soft. It's a really good bread. I find that when we go there, we end up ordering too much food. Also, it's one of those things that that's easy to over order. So we were there recently and both got the fish and chips. And I got to tell you, for that price and that quality, it's incredible. The fish I, and chips for ten bucks is a it's a bargain. It's I really a care. bargain. Mine came out bad. I would I would really? never order it again. Yeah, he did not like it. You should have sent it back. It you was, must have had a bad batch of it fish. Was it oh was soggy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. John ordered it once, and the other night we ordered it. Two, Both of us ordered it, and you get an crispy. enormous amount of fish, I and even, the fish was crispy. I had Scott taste. It's like, it's, it's not me. This is really, really bad, right? Then and it was, I, just, it was I would, soggy. It I would crispy. send it back it and complain. Okay, next time I know. But, but I got to tell you, the service is awesome. Uh, the meals the I've had there are awesome. So we need to Jay Alexander's. We've got to try that again. It's been a while. So... Awesome. Well, that is uh, that's great. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Before we go, there's a lot of restaurants right there. They call that Restaurant Row. It's an awesome location. And they're not all highly visible right from the road. If you were driving by this, you would, unless you were looking for it or knew it was there, I don't think anybody would say, it looks like an office building, and this is the first floor of the mm-hmm. office building. It's not a standalone restaurant. Timpano looks like a restaurant mm-hmm. to me. Seasons 52 looks like a restaurant. This you're going to have to kind of look for. and it, I think There's that, a clothing store right next door to right. it. I, it. There is. A very upscale men's clothing store it's where you can have custom-made shirts made. Um, Taylor, or custom shirts made. But again, it's one of those things that keep your eyes open if you're traveling up and down that road because there's a bunch of restaurants right in that area. We almost passed it because the one I worked at, we worked at in uh, Baton Rouge was a Frank Lloyd Wright design building. So it stood um, by itself. This one, we, we almost drove. We were looking for something like that. But this is almost in a storefront. It is. But it takes up almost the whole first floor of that building. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for that, Kevin. <laughs> That'll do it for this segment of our show. Just a reminder again, other segments this week include our Disneyland correspondents have their Disneyland show for this week for those who are interested in going west. Uh, we also have our discussion about our good friend Bob Varley, who passed away three years ago this week. It's a, is it this week or next week? Next no, week. This Actually, week. it's Thursday. It's Thursday, this week. Say. And That's right. Yeah, it was... It's so funny because I had just come back from a Disneyland trip. It was a, it, you know, it, it, was, it a, was. Yeah. So we have, we have that. We also have our discussion of our recent adventures by Disney Backstage Magic Tour, as well as your emails all coming up this week. So be sure to listen for that. So that will do it for us. Thanks again. We'll be back with you again next episode with another episode of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening. 
Stay out of the damn lakes. I got to write a closing I can stick to. <laughs> I just don't wing the closings well. <laughs>